I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and it's time to get wealthy. You're going to learn exactly what you need to do to achieve the level of financial success that you desire and you deserve. Have you been in pursuit of the American dream? You followed all the rules. College, multiple degrees, check. Six-figure career, check. 401k, IRA, Roth, check. And yet you still feel financially insecure. Those dreams of retirement and travel are getting further and further away. Well, you're not alone. And today we're going to have a conversation with someone that followed all the rules and learned what she need to do, needed to do to finally get wealthy. So here are the three things they don't want you to know about getting wealthy. First is time on the job does not really mean more income. The other is you need to diversify your income. And finally, and this is most important, you have to make the shift from an earner to an owner mindset. Well, that's exactly what our guests that we're gonna have a conversation did. Sophonia Hartway followed all the rules in pursuit of the American dream. She has multiple degrees, she's a systems engineer, and she's also a business owner of a franchise. Well, Sophonia, welcome to Get Wealthy. Good morning, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you because I feel like based on what I know, I described kind of your financial journey. And so today, what I want to talk about is just the different mindset strategy and executions that you had to take in order to get on your pathway to wealth. So let's uh, let's tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, Sophonia. First of all, I'm from the South. And you know, the South is more, uh, they're more conservative in the things that they do, especially when it comes to money. I attended North Carolina a and I got my master, I got my um, degree in computer science from a and and then I came up here and I got my master, and I'm here in the, in the Baltimore area, I got my master's in um, computer engineering, worked for the government for a few years, and then I went contracting, And but now I switched to being a actually a 1099, so I work for myself in that aspect, and then along the way had kids, and then I also always had in the back of my mind, I always wanted a business. I was like, oh, what does that mean? What does that look like? But over the years, I've always just taken the time to listen to others, so I put things in place as I went along. So when it came to like insurances, you can use the cash value for things that you want later. It's just so many different avenues that you can take. But the one month uh, goal that I've always had, and I listened to Dave Ramsey, he said, if you want to live like no other, then you have to live like no other. So when I met you, I was like, oh, Deb is on that track. So I was like, you know what? Let me listen a little bit more and follow your rules. And that's what I've been doing. <laughs> I love it. I love I appreciate it. it. So if you want to live like no other, you got to do things like no other, right? So that's how <laughs> it is. That. <laughs> I love that, uh, uh, Sophonia, because what you're really describing is the mindset shift that you had to make. Right. So that's really what I want to cover with the viewers today. The framework right. that Sophonia had to really take and apply in order to 
make her shift from earner to owner and really learn how to become wealthy. So the first thing really is how did she, how was she able to make that shift and really learn how to turn her income into wealth? And then next, what were the strategies? And she talked a little bit about them already that she need to begin to apply so that she could accelerate her financial growth and get on the path to wealth. And then finally, how could she finally begin to execute on those strategies so that she could make some smart money moves? Mm-hmm. So let's start. Uh, so, so when we come back, we're going to start with the conversation around the, the mindset, those attitudes, beliefs and behaviors that she alluded to coming from the South that she had to change in order to really begin to get wealthy. So when we come back, we're going to delve into the mindset that shifts that Sophonia had to make in order to accelerate her financial growth. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Let's be honest. As successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. Welcome back. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and we're talking about getting wealthy. So now we're going to delve into the framework that Sophonia used really to accelerate her financial growth. Mindset, strategy, and execution. Now we want to talk about the mindset shifts that Sophonia had to make. So Sophonia, let's talk about that. I mean, I find it really interesting that you talked about the fact that you're from the South. And so that meant having perhaps more conservative mindsets. So let's begin with where did you kind of gain your attitudes and beliefs about money? What do you, what was your first lesson around money? My grandparents and my parents overall, um, they always had like several jobs um, back in the South, back in the 60s, 70s, you know, things weren't as plentiful as it is now. So my father always had two jobs. He worked as a barber and he also worked as a uh, steel worker in my small town. My grandfather did the same thing. He was at the manufacturing job, but he also had a little side hustle as a grave digger. So I always saw multiple things going on in the family. And then they slowly went to real estate and they started buying houses. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they doing? So I was like, okay, as you're growing up and I see it, and then I started like, oh, I can do that too. I can, yeah, why not buy a townhouse and rent it out? You know, why don't I just get some roommates? So over the years, I've always had roommates here and there in my house. And I always said, oh, that's extra money. (laughs) money. I I love that. But, you know, I do find find it interesting, Sophonia, that you really follow like the middle class path that your parents, so did your parents really instill in you to get that education and really saw you shifting to more of a professional kind of lifestyle? Or do you feel like you're, you're uh, observing how they, um, how, how they 
their path to, to financial success mm-hmm. uh, influenced you as well? It's both. It's both. It's opportunities that they had, they didn't have that I had. They gave me that option and I just ran with it. But not showing, not sure how I, how I was doing it. They always said, just go to school. If you want to go to school, we'll go to school. My father paid for my education undergrad cash. He paid for it. So that lets you know it's not about what you make, it's what you do with it that determines your success. So he paid for it. When he did that, I was like, that's what I want to do for my child. And I want that to be the legacy in the family. So when I moved to the professional, I was like, you know what? I can do a little better with it because I am making more than they did. And they did it. They did it. They did it. So I was like, okay, I can do this as well. What do I need to do to get there? And I just started searching out different avenues from there. It was just the right people, the right group that you're in, your friends. So all of those added up as time. And then I just slowly applied, slowly applied. And I just built upon what they were showing me. You know, that's interesting because the, you you mentioned, too, I mean, North Carolina, AT&T, HBCU, uh, um, you know, then you, Loyola, uh, uh, um, Maryland, my I'm a mater as well. And yet, uh, in terms of your education, mm-hmm. did you learn anything about building wealth in your formal education? See, funny, funny you said that. The entire time I was speaking, I mentioned nothing about my formal education. Isn't that weird? Nothing except that I obtained those degrees. That's it. Nothing else. So it wasn't about the formal, but the formal was a catalyst to other things, right? So you need one to, to go to the next. But it's like I never really, no. <laughs> it had nothing to do with, except that it helped me pay the bills. <laughs> to your point that you had all of this formal education, when you think about the fact that you have a degree in computer science, you are a systems engineer, Talk to, talk to us a little bit about your educational ex- experience and throughout that time that you gained your education, mm-hmm. uh, how you learned to maneuver and uh, use that knowledge, perhaps uh, uh, consciously or subconsciously, to uh, build wealth. Okay. So I said, I will take this. The formal education part. Some people say you don't have to go to school. You shouldn't go to school. Okay. I am a critical thinker. That helped me along with my critical thinking on how I want to be strategize what I wanted for myself. So if you don't go to school, that critical thinking may not be honed in as much as you would like it to be. But if you, the, the formal education allowed me to explore that more. Be around others who have the same critical thinking type of skill set. And then they were able to help me strategize just the small things in my life to make sure I achieve the goal. So when it comes to applying and, and, and goal setting and, and, and following through, you learn all of that. I believe in the formal education part, but you still need that, that foundation of where you want to plant your seed in order to grow that strategy and the goals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think I said that right. No, no, I love that. I love the way you frame that because, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I know about you is that even though you had that formal education and you had uh, a pretty successful career, certainly hitting that 
six figures and beyond just in terms mm -hmm. of your income, there were still some things that you did uh, that, you know, in, in terms of investing in real estate, share with us a little bit about that, though, even though you didn't have the 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 knowledge or, you know, a mentor around mm -hmm. how to build assets outside of just the job. Talk to the audience just a little bit about intuitively what were some of the things you need you knew you had to do. As time went on, you got the education. I got it checked. Right. Then I had my townhouse, which I still have today, and I wanted to move to a bigger house, right? So I was like, hmm, let me take this as an opportunity to make that into an investment property. So as I took slow walks, I believe, uh, as time went on, I, I took, um, I, I asked folks, I looked around to see who's doing better. If you're the smartest person in the room, you need to leave, number one. I, I don't like being the smartest person in the room because I'm not learning anything. So I've always aligned myself with someone who always, you know, just a little bit more about everything. So I just wanted to make sure diversification was in my portfolio. Um, diversification doesn't mean you need to have a whole slew of things, assets and different things going on at a time. It could be you just have your, your investment property and you can have a portfolio. So I think as, if we take our time and stop taking the, take the pressure off of, the pressure off of ourselves in regards to that, I think we could slow walk, walk it with more confidence. So I just took the time and just started focusing on diversification. And if I were to get sick, if I don't go to work, then what, what income do I have? Did I have my long-term insurance? Do I have a short-term um, disability insurance? So all of those, all of those diversification type of things that we call um, is important to the bigger goal of everything. So I just want, I just slowly slow walk myself through all the things that I needed to have in place for that framework you're you're alluding to, you must have a small framework of how you're going to take care of yourself in the event this happens. I'm a plan for the worst scenario type of person. My daughter hates it, but I do that. <laughs> I do. I was like, I'll double check, double check, double check, double triple check, and I'm okay with paying extra more just to have the security there. And some people are not. It just depends on where they are. Sophonia Hardaway, thanks so much for coming on Get Wealthy and sharing your financial journey with thanks all of us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So don't go anywhere, folks, because when we come back, I really am going to share with you an overview, analyze, optimize, maximize, so you can apply and learn how Sophonia made her shift from earner to owner. Let's be honest, as successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. All right, so welcome back everybody. Now it's time for you to learn how, here's what you need to know. Let's just review the steps that Sophonia took. First, she had to increase her financial acumen. For so many people, you're kind of out there in the dark and you really don't understand what you need to do. 
And so what you need to do first is, and, and Sophonia said it, was really assess where you are. What is it that you need to know that you don't know now that you could really accelerate your financial growth? What knowledge you, do you need to have in order to really have a better conversation with your financial advisor and, and so that you can uh, hold your financial advisor accountable? Secondly, optimize. Once Sophonia was able to really analyze her performance, she was able to have a better conversation with her financial advisor about what her goals were, the fact that she wanted to be more uh, aggressive and that she wanted to ex accelerate the kind of returns she was having in her investments. And so that meant really having really a full on conversation with her financial advisor about what she wanted. And then finally, she was able to maximize her uh, her income and in her investment. She was able to make an assessment, the fact that she could invest in her own business. She was able to maximize the kind of investments that she was making uh, it for her uh, business, as well as uh, based on her income and have tax advantage investments and take, take advantage of all of the investment opportunities that were in front of her. So here are the three things you need to know from this show. First of all, diversify your income stream. I love what uh, Sophonia said about the lessons that she learned from her own parents. Even though they may not have had the formal ed education that they were able to provide her with, there were some lessons in there. And she learned how to diversify her, her income. She watched her own parents have multiple streams of incomes and then invest in real estate and she followed suit. The other thing is take ownership of your finances. For far too many people, they're relying on the advice from others and not really being able to assess whether or not the advice that they're being given really is the, the, in their best interest. And then finally, have the knowledge and information you need so that you can evaluate your advisors. When you learn how to analyze and research investments on your own, it allows you to take ownership and basically will give you the confidence that you need to make further decisions as you go onto in, on your journey to wealth. And so that's uh, uh, the three things that you need to know from the show. And now it's all about mindset, strategy, and execution. So I can't wait to see you in, on our next show where you'll learn more about how you can get wealthy. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and you're learning how to take ownership of your financial success so, so that you can achieve the level of financial success you desire and you deserve.